You're listening to the Stay Smiling Life podcast, where we share tips and techniques on how to be relentlessly optimistic. You'll learn to extract purpose out of all situations and enjoy your journey of continuous self-improvement. Take control of your happiness and choose to live a Stay Smiling Life because everyone deserves to be happy, including you. Join Join us and let's get to getting happy together. Hello, hello. Welcome to Stay Smile Life, where we teach a framework on how to uh, maximize your happiness and be relentlessly optimistic. We're the co-founders of Stay Smile Life, a way of living, a way of life, a lifestyle. And we're so excited to be here today to talk to you about taking action. I'm Christina. What's happening, y'all? Carlos in the house. Would it be like Tayari's in the house as well? house. Welcome guys. And so today we're talking about taking action. We had talked about it this week because we launched our podcast officially on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. We're so excited. We like had a video about when it launched. I surprised them with it when it went live. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't see that one coming. Caught me with my man bun out. <laughs> no, Carlos did. Way out too. <laughs> oh, you kind of reach out and just touch it. <laughs> <laughs> what we noticed, uh, you were telling me, Carlos, right? When uh, we launched it, there were we were getting so many positive responses. Like people were impressed that we just like did it and took action. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because as you could tell, we don't have no mics, right? And we don't know <laughs> what we're doing. And they're like, "Man, y'all just 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 did it anyways." Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, and it. I think it's a, it speaks to what we've been talking about, like taking all those like little shuffling steps, right? We've been like meeting every week via Zoom and just like taking those little actions, recording our like, yeah, shuffling, recording our little like intro, trying to put together some kind of beat through like garage band to figure out like how to like, what to stick in front of the podcast. Um, but we, yeah, we've been like shuffling and making all these like little tiny steps. Uh, there was one big step though that we took. And what was that? Do you see how she buffed out the intro? Her intro was way better than our intro. That was mm. a big step. Your intro was tight that you just did. Yeah. Her <laughs> yeah. Finesse. Yeah, I was Finesse. like, oh snap, she it done was, took it up. Yeah, she <laughs> took it up a notch. Now we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to memorize I that. Know what I'm that I'm hosting. What that was sturdy flow, just roll right off the tongue. Yeah, like, yeah. All intentional. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking action. I tell yeah, you. Yeah, you just took it. You know what I'm saying? Took 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 your action, and now you had us forced to react <laughs> in our action game. No, her Christina's action game is on point. And I can't memorize anything, so I don't know how, and then I don't want to read it, you know, well, or I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think for people, when they see someone like do, it looks big, right? Like a, a podcast just appears. Talk about some hair? Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Growing out each strand, you know? <laughs> 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 but when it like launches, it seems like such a big thing, but really it's, it's just a whole bunch of little steps. And I feel like when people look at it, it seems very daunting, right? So what are things that you notice like that are, that impedes people's progress or like uh, impedes them to take action? And like, what can people do to move past it and actually take actions and take steps and like, you know, do those little shuffling things so that they can actually do something like launch a podcast or like whatever it is that they really want to do. You wanna go first with me? You go ahead, bro. Uh, for me, in in my experience, so um, my nephew and I used to sell some bootleg uh, shoes on eBay. And the thing about that, that was crazy. My, so my nephew and his friend started it, right? But their logistics were all kind of out of whack. And then I moved in and um, I was like, man, what are you guys working on? And they were telling me. And, and I was like, oh, well, what if you did like X, Y, and Z? 
it has streamlined the process. And so then I became part of the get down. And I recognized that we, we, we specifically said, like, these are some bootleg shoes on the website <laughs> and people bought them anyways. Right. And I was like, what well, I'm not asking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, now nah, that's crazy. And then when I was in my master's program, we started a food truck that served hot meals to the homeless. And mm -hmm. the woman that we work with, uh, like we went out and did all the research and the interviews, interviewed like a whole bunch of homeless people, uh, everyone I could find in downtown about like what their dietary needs were and what do they do for food and how much could they afford if they're going to buy and do they have food stamps, <clears throat> all these questions, right? The consensus organizing model. And, and that model basically talks about, which is the same model how we started the dojo. It's like you start with conversations, you, then you figure out like what the common issue is. But mm -hmm. all of those things, right? Like one day I was on the food truck, making tacos, cracking jokes with homeless people, getting them signed up for food stamps. And I was thinking like, dang, this was a class project now turned into a thing, right? Where we got funded by the county and we won social innovation award at U, um, U, USD. And um, it was, or was it UCSD? I think it was USD. And it was crazy because it started with like, there's a food desert for homeless people in, in this part of San Diego. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we went and interviewed people. And then from there, we like mulled over some ideas. And then we interviewed more people. Then we looked up some laws. And then, and so it was a bunch of teeny tiny steps and it unlocked something in me, right? Like the only thing to be afraid of is what your life is gonna change like when you start making little steps, right? Because you're gonna end up succeeding mm -hmm. as long as you keep pushing. Right. But a lot of other people that I've worked with, they're afraid of even taking a step. Right. They're afraid of what could happen. They're afraid of failing. They're afraid of succeeding. They're afraid of not knowing what to do. And in my experience, like if you keep taking the steps, you're going to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now my only thing, my only hesitation when I start something is like, ooh, this is going to succeed. And so what is my, how much time is it going to take, right? Like, do I want to go down this? Because it's going to end up happening. Some version is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And, but that's once you've unlocked it, right? Like if we started another business, what is it, our second or third business? Like if we start another one, the first questions we're going to ask is like, well, how much time is this going to take? Because we already know. Right. It, it we're going to put in the work, <laughs> right? It's time consuming and we're going to put in the work and it's right. going to be successful to some degree. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I, and so that it's like a weird misplaced fear. I think with a lot of people, it's like most of the people that I talk to that ask, like, how do you start these things? Like, how do you just actually do it? And I'm like, you write it down on paper is how you start and then you just mm -hmm. keep taking little steps you're like aren't you afraid like you're going to be broke and I'm like well don't quit your job then until you get to the point in the process where you have to quit your job right or right. aren't you afraid you're going to fail mm -hmm. what is failing you know I my definition of failing is having the knowledge or the capacity or the physical ability to try something and not trying a lot of other people's def definition of failing is something, I don't know, not making a million dollars. Right. And I think, um, like you hit it on the nose for me, in terms of like impeding progress. You know, but um, like you said, fear, right? People mm -hmm. get really intimate with this idea of what failure looks like, right? Um, people who haven't done anything, people take advice from a lot of people who may have tried something and, and, and gave up on it. And so they like, man, it was really tough. And they have a lot to say about what did not work. And so um, people get paralyzed by that. But if you push through and through the fear and, and start, like you said, shuffling and taking action, you know, you'll figure something out. You'll learn something along the way, as long as you're, you're resourceful. For me, you know, I had this idea at one point of, of being a firefighter and I started looking up and talking to people and everyone said you needed to be a medic here in San Diego. So you want to be a medic. Medics, they push drugs, right? I wanted to fight fire. But if that was the door that you had to go through, then, you know, I, I kept starting to weigh it out. I started looking at programs and then started going to school, taking construction, building construction classes and all these other things. And then um, I met someone who was on a volunteer fire department, living the lifestyle, you know, they just jumped in and started learning, went to an academy, 
And I was like, well, would I rather be rolling hose, fighting fire, volunteer, do, living the life of a firefighter or sitting in the classroom learning about building construction, right? Because what ends up happening part of the process, you sit uh, for an interview panel, right? And they ask you a question, what, what, what have you done to prepare uh, yourself to be a firefighter, right? <clears throat> a great answer is I've been living the life of a firefighter for the past year. I can tell you about the difference between a truck and an engine, different types of task force, so different types of structure fires, just from experience, right? And when, you know, there's a saying that says real recognizes real, right? Uh, if you're talking to a football player and you're a tennis player and the tennis player is trying to tell the football player about playing football, there's going to be some inconsistencies there, right? You know, but, um, you know, it just comes with, the, it comes with doing the work. If you sat in the classroom and didn't, you know, roll the dice and, and get out your comfort zone, you know, you're not going to really know what's going on, right? So, mm -hmm. um, pushing through the fear and just taking, taking, you know, action, it may not be perfect. You might make some mistakes or, uh, along the way, but I mean, you will make mistakes. You will make mistakes, right? But depends on what your definition of a mistake is, right? It could be a, yeah. a learning opportunity, you know, as long as you keep moving forward and progressing and learning from quote unquote mistakes, you know, those could be successes, right? You know, you learn a little bit more of today than you did yesterday. But the worst thing you could do is not take any action and sit back and criticize those who are taking action and trying, right? Um, that's life, right? It's an active process. Don't sit on the sideline. So I think, you know, the fear given into the fear, I think that, that that's what, you know, kind of stops people, you know. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And I think, Carlos, didn't you have a quote this week where you were saying, what was the quote? It was about like fear is, or failure is having the ability. I'm not trying. Oh, that was my, that, so one of the exercises I do with coaching is have people redefine or figure, define some words, think about where they got the definitions and then redefine them more in alignment with their, with their uh, principles. Mm -hmm. And so I, was, I, I do the exercise uh, every time as well. And I think, um, or what I said was my new definition of fear is, is like having the capacity to, to try something and to not try. Like, no, failure. Yeah. That to me is what failure is, right? Like if I, if somebody said, I don't know if I if I've had the dream to run a half marathon and my legs work shit I better go try running a half marathon like to me failing is to be like well I mean I don't know why I didn't do it and and so I just didn't do it that to me is a failure it's like right. if it was mm -hmm. one of my dreams you know right. mm -hmm. um and so yeah having having the capacity uh the ability and the and and the even if I don't have the resources I might be able to figure out what the resources are but if i could physically do it or i don't have any reason to think or if i don't know specifically that i physically can't do it well i might as well try right i think what i've heard is a lot of people or the people i know at least sometimes they get caught up in they're not quite sure what to do or they feel like they don't have the ability to do it. What would you tell them? I say, how do you know that? <laughs> right? I says, I say, you, well, I literally tell people, I'd be like, says who? S says who? Who's the authority that like made you believe that you can't do it, right? And then, and a lot of times we're not the best judge of our own character, like our own abilities. I've met so many people that are like, or even you take a kid, you could, you could give a kid a skateboard and they'll, some kids will put their foot on it, feel it roll. And they go, I can't do this. I'm like, how do you know? How do you know? How do you possibly know that? How could you know that? Like how, like how in the world could you know that if you've never tried anything remotely similar, I, but people will just, I can't do it. Cause it just seems to, you know, like, I don't different. Well, case in point, like I just said a second ago, like medics only push drugs, right? And that's not the truth, right? If, but that's if I didn't get into the volunteer and started talking to other medics, and it's like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a medic. I also fight fire. I'm also an engineer. It's, you're not limited by that. But had I not pushed through and started talking to people, 
you know, I wouldn't have learned that along the way. I would have just been like, you know what, I can't do it because, you know, learning pharmacology and being able to, um, you know, do trauma assessments in the field, I'm going to be a little too scared to do that, right? But, you know, um, I pushed through and met some people and dedicated myself and learned a lot about the, the process and learned, hey, I really like helping people in a number of different capacities. And I wanted to help a lot more people than just on the fire department. And so, you know, I found myself doing things. Um, That's a good point. You And you, by doing that, you address two points, right? Like one within yourself and one, the other being like your perception of right. people, right? Like you thought that medics were only these type of people. Right. There was this whole other thing once you dove into it. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that's entirely true. And I guess to Carlos's point, I'm thinking back of how you've actually helped me. There was a time and, and I, I still go back and forth sometimes it hasn't entirely gone away, but I've previously, previously believed that I didn't have an it factor, right? Burn oh, yeah, I hurt myself. <laughs> Burn, <laughs> burn my mouth. Just I got, I got like probably the world's weakest tongue, and it just when it comes to getting burnt, and it, now it's burnt. Now I'm irritated. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Mm, I'm gonna bounce. I'm gonna pull through. I'll push through this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna yeah. be able to taste nothing for a week. Uh, no, <laughs> Before I didn't believe that I had an it factor, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe myself to be, or I didn't believe that I was a charismatic person, right? And for me, hanging out with both of you guys, when we're out and about, like you, both of you exude like char charisma, right? <laughs> and so. Yeah, okay, no different than a little, a little fly on the wall. <laughs> Like if I had a, if me and T had a theme song when we walked down the street, it would be this. Just the boringest. <laughs> like we walk by people, they just fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's tough, right? As as a as a quieter person. Um, it's it's just tougher, right, to, to engage in conversation and and all of that. But I have learned that skills can be acquired to improve myself, right? And so, a while back, I asked Carlos to coach me on human connection. I was like, I want to have better conversations with people and to like be a, a person that people seek out and they're excited to see, <laughs> right? You know what's about that is you taking action and you um, on some of our calls or just sitting talking while we've been on working sessions and, and talking to us about some of these interactions we've been having. And I've been learning through you from you taking action and taking those steps, you know? So I think it's awesome. And it's, you know, keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's entirely learnable. So even if it's like soft skills that you have or something that you don't believe is attainable, it can be like even even those things. Like nothing is innate. Yeah, it, some things could be someone like Carlos and Teari. It's easier for them to hold conversations and like be more charismatic. But it doesn't mean that I can't also hold meaningful conversations and like develop human connection with people right yeah and you know having all this energy and being charismatic it took me a long time to learn how to listen <laughs> you know, to shut my mouth and to like mm. be present in the moment uh whether it's like to watch a, a bee pollinate a flower or something or the sunrise or to be present in the moment and listen to people you know, that, that's, you know, well said, you made me think about back in the day, I used to have a, I used to wear braces, I used to have an overbite. Um, and so I was really scared, uh, to, you know, speak in public, right. So I would say one of the things that used to stop me was shame, I was ashamed of that, right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't know what happened at a certain point, I just got comfortable with myself. And was like, Look, man, this is how I talk. 
you know, sometimes these soup coolers get in the way, you know, you know, I, I, sometimes I don't enunciate certain words or whatever. And so, but, you know, hey, this is the only, you know, lucky split I got. So it is what it is, but I, got, I, I became comfortable with it. And, you know, Dr. Seuss has a saying, I might mess it up, but he says, um, you know, well, I'm not even going to go there because I'm going to mess it up right now. I'm going to look it up and I'm going to look it up. Hey, you know what's funny about when I notice about a lot of people who are quiet or introverted is that when they get comfortable, a lot of times they like, they got like snarky comments or they're super funny. Christina, <laughs> what y'all don't know is Christina be roasting us. She probably roasts us way worse than we roast anybody else. But it's, it's almost like she just sits there as a little assassin. She just, <laughs> just like piecing it together and then says something and it catches us so off guard and we fall down laughing or cry or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So the quote is, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Oh, yeah. So, so supreme, yeah. Dr. Seuss Thank came you, Dr. with Seuss. it. Dr. Seuss got me over. I used to stutter, you know what I mean? And here I am, forgetting quotes, but, you know, I got my... <laughs> you know, hey, new challenges when you're taking action, moving on up, right? Yeah. yeah. We're getting older. Our brains don't work as well. No, I have to look things up all the time. Yeah. We're not even that old, but, you know. True. I guess it depends on who you ask. <laughs> don't ask me. Yeah, to but the you know young what? I think we're old. Probably. I, hey, I, I think I still think I'm 19 until I wake up in the morning. <laughs> and if the cat has slept on my left side, I wake up, my back is just toast. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's something that, that feels amazing about when I'm scared to do something and, and I don't think I can do it. He's pushed me one time to uh, pitch for the dojo. We were looking for uh, some startup funding. Oh, man, that was such a funny I didn't think ride. I could do it. And we were riding uh, in the car and uh, to go to La Jolla um, here in San Diego to pitch at some libraries of people I don't know. So I, I'm some I'm rich people, rich folks. Right. And so I, I have these index cards and I'm going through them, I'm sweating. The index cards are starting to become clear. They are, you know, and uh, we get there and I think I'm, I have it nailed down what I'm going to say. And no, no, before that, before before we even get there in the car mm. he was he was saying he was like he i forget what number he was saying that we needed mm. but i was like oh no we need like thirty thousand dollars and he was like, was like <laughs> 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 we, need, we need what i've never i, I struggle asking people for twenty dollars so you want me to ask for 30 30k like what <laughs> right and so so you know i'm like all right well now my, my pencil is starting to disappear yeah. he stopped paper. talking he just looked out the window. He just he just put his the note card down and just started looking out the window at the scene. Oh my man, this is really every time I go with him, I have to grow or else I'm not gonna, you know. So anyway, so I grew real quick and we got inside and got up to the mic and getting ready to start talking. And they say, you know what, we're gonna Facebook this live to about how many people? Oh, she had a huge following. It was tens of thousands. And which I knew, but I didn't tell him, right? Because I already yeah. knew. I was like, you can't tell him that. Yeah, go ahead and pitch. No pressure. Ask yeah. for 30K in front of tens of thousands of people. First time. Yeah. Go ahead and do that. And I was sitting there when she said it. I was like, oh, don't say it. Don't say it. Oh, she said it. Right. <laughs> so the inside of myself was like, Los, I'm going to sit right here in the car. <laughs> but, uh, but I knew what the dojo was in my head, and I wanted it a lot. And, you know. I and wasn't gonna leave my man hanging, right? And so I went in there and I gave it, I did my best. Stuttered yeah. through, but the, you know what, what stood out, what I remember was the passion and I remember the ride uh, back out of La Jolla and feeling like I, a feeling of accomplishment that I overcame like my fear. Um, I, I hit it on the nose about why, like the why mattered more than, you know, me stuttering and stumbling over asking for 30K or whatever it was, but the, the reason, you know, was why. And so, you know, the Q&A started, you know, happening the questions and stuff afterwards. And, you know, there was some, it sounded like genuine interest in what we were doing. And so, for sure. And that, to me, was like, okay, cool. Like, I, I took some action. I took some steps. I stepped out of my comfort zone. And the feeling that I, ro I rolled away with was like, man, I, I got to keep making progress and growing, right? And so, I look at that and I look at the dojo and our accomplishments and think like, you know what, in order for us to kind of continue to make progress, I have to grow myself, right? If I want this business, I can't expect anybody else to go out and get it. I, I have to grow, right? Mm -hmm. You know, 
So there are other people, it's not about me. It, it was about the community. It's been about the community. It's been about other people and trying to help people at the core of that. Helping people is at the core of firefighting. And I knew that, I learned that through that process. And so this was that next step of taking action was to grow myself so I can ask for this money so we can go do this thing and help other people. And so um, I still have that you know, embodied within me and I look forward to continuing to apply that and you know, um, keep making these little shuffling steps moving forward. But the fear could have debilitated me, but it was something about having some surrounding yourself with good people to kind of you know, encourage you to take those steps. Cause he knew I had it in me, but I didn't really have hundred percent buy-in to my own ability because I was hung up on, you know, stuttering and the braces and trip, tripping over my big lips and, you know, whatever else, right? But, you know, none of that matters. I was making it about myself. But once I, you know, shook out of that and started remembering why I was doing what I was doing, then I calmed down and I wasn't focused on myself. I was like, I'm asking for a great cause. Mm -hmm. And I wanted help to support people who need help because I came from where these people, you know, in these communities were, and I knew what it was like. And I wanted, I didn't want other people to struggle as much as, you know, I felt I, I did, right? So um, that meant a whole lot more. So to me, it was like, you know what, you gonna go ahead and ask for this bread. <laughs> and so I did. Yeah, that's a great story. I, I love hearing the story about you guys pitching for the dojo. I What I take away from it is that, for someone to, in order to push through anxiety and like fear or hang up that they're having is to focus on the bigger picture, right? The passion, the mission yeah. of like what they're doing and, and use that to like dig deep, right? In order to push forward, in order to like get out of that car right. and, and face the fear and, and step out of the comfort zone. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> When you don't know what you're doing, you, you judge yourself before you even try, right? You judge yourself, and then you're also assuming other people are going to judge you. But what I have found is that most entrepreneurs are super successful. And let me define success in this moment. People who have created businesses that have sold for what they call life-changing events, mm -hmm. right? Um, all of them were like, yeah, we, I, nobody, we don't know what we're doing, <laughs> right? Like, Nobody knows what they're, the president of the United States or of any country doesn't know what they're doing, right? Like your parents had no idea what they were doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. You're just making it up as you go along. And then, and then you start to build proficiencies in certain areas of life, like by Christina and accounting. Like you know what you're doing when it comes to accounting, but not in all forms of accounting, right? And so, but what you will do, you recognize, well, I, I'm... I'm not stupid. I have some skills and I know how to find the resources, right? Like you could identify something where you're like, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. And then you'll go figure out what that looks like and you could stumble your way through. Right. But that's all that everybody's doing in life. A lot of people who are scared to take risks assume everybody has it together. You don't know how many times people are like, Carlos, but you have it all together. I'm like, nah, <laughs> no. I said, the difference between me and you is I don't care that I don't have it together. And I have a, a faith that I could figure it out, right? Because most things aren't that complicated when you break them down to small little steps. If you try to look at, if you try to look at the big picture and say, I wanna create Facebook, that I, I wouldn't even try. But if I was able to say, mm, I wanna make something like Facebook, I would break it down into small, teeny, tiny, achievable pieces and start doing it. And next thing you know, you have Facebook, mm -hmm. right? Instagram didn't start as Instagram. It started as something totally different and they just broke it. And then they found one piece and then they did that one thing extremely well. And then, well, the, the rest is history, right? But that's, mm -hmm. how, that's how this world works. That's how almost all of the laws in America were created right? We started the tax code, I think was 12 pages long when America, when they first created the tax code. Now it's, you can't even print it, right? 
like uh, laws. There weren't that many laws. And I think there's still a law in Maine where you can't wear a top hat on a Sunday, right? Like that it's <laughs> like, it's just right. little things piece by piece is what creates, uh, it's what the magic is really, right? It's from the outside looking in, it looks like magic, but in the inside you're like, nah, I just, I just kept trying. I just kept plugging away little by little, figuring out as I go along. I always sometimes I have a difficulty because I'm I'm so embedded in all the little shuffling of steps and everything. It it's still difficult for me to stop and celebrate the small things, right? Because I I know that they're they're all just little steps, right? How do you cuz you're great at this. How do you stop and recognize like hey, like, let's celebrate the small stuff. What would you tell people? What would you tell me? If you can't, if you, for one, there's no guarantee you're going to get to the big celebration. <clears throat> so if you can't celebrate the small, if you don't celebrate the small stuff, you might not celebrate anything, right? And two, celebrating the small stuff gives you motivation to keep going, right? Like, mm -hmm creating something on your own is not easy you know it whether you're an artist or I don't know you, you create sculptures I mean I've, I've created a worked with this guy who like created these big metal sculptures where we had to grind stuff I spent like 30 hours just just like polishing these little tiny holes with like a drill electric drill and I got I got metal all in my face and <laughs> it was hot and but you know i mean it's 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 the you but at the end of the day he would this guy would come and go that looks beautiful let's celebrate mm -hmm. right and i was like yeah man because it it's all about you ha you get it without one little step you're never going to get to the big to the big dream right so mm -hmm. you have to take the little steps and so we need to celebrate the little steps because without those things you could never get to where you want to get to so you got to celebrate and you, and you took action, right? When I work with, in, in my private practice, when I work with somebody who's uh, suicidal, who's had suicidal ideations and they show up to my office and they're like, yeah, I thought about killing myself yesterday. I said, well, shit, I, you made it to the office today. Like, let's celebrate that. Cause you didn't have to, you didn't even have to get out of bed, but you got out of bed. Maybe you brushed your teeth, maybe you didn't right? Maybe you put some clothes on. Maybe you ate, maybe you didn't. Mm -hmm. You got here, so you drove. You didn't commit suicide while driving to my office. Mm -hmm. You came to the session, you sat down, and then told me. You know how, there's like 50 things we could celebrate right there. Celebrate that magic. You know what I mean? And when you, when you help people break it down, like, that's, that's what you could do in life. Mm -hmm. Celebrate the fact that you got out of bed and you smiled or right. put one shoe on at least like then it then all of a sudden life becomes way more fun you're like what what else can i celebrate yeah some people yeah. i talk to one brother he's like man i'm like how's it going today he's like good i woke up <laughs> so i'm gonna go ahead and celebrate that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what does that look like in your life when you celebrate something that's happened something an action that you've taken i'll be like Hey, <laughs> you know, I can prove it, right? Um, sometimes it's external, sometimes it's internal. Sometimes it's like, cool, cool, cool. Like, mm -hmm. I'm happy I did that, right? Like, mm -hmm. and because of that, I'm going to do something else, you know? Um, mm -hmm. it, it's, it, I don't always like fist pump or high five people or give a compliment. I don't necessarily, I hardly ever compliment myself. I don't say like, good job but i'll say yeah right i don't say like keep up the good work carlos right <laughs> but what i will say is i'll be like I'm like oh yeah yeah that stuff felt good like god tight you know like oh we got fun sweet and people are like oh aren't you so excited like well i don't know about so excited because i know it's just one step along the way but i'll be like but like mm, yeah that feels good now we could take another step like, what's mm -hmm. the next step we're going to take? Because that one felt good. So I'm going to take another step. Right. So that's that's kind of how I keep 
how I keep going and how I celebrate for myself because I, I don't need I don't need a whole lot of celebration. Um, I I feel really content just in trying, right? But if if I was more oh, I used to be very goal oriented. And so when I got to the goal, I definitely needed to celebrate to to remind myself why I worked so hard to get to the goal. Mm-hmm. But now I almost don't even care about the goal. I just all about the process. Yeah. It's it's one thing that I I admire about you is is celebrating the small steps and it's something that I've written down for for my intention for this this year. Mm. Oh, you about to have you about to have some functions up? Oh, you about to have heck of celebrations. I know you've been taking massive action. <laughs> All sorts of action. You know what I'm saying? Can I come? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, with the masks. With the mask on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So is that would you say that celebrating the small stuff or the steps has helped you be consistent? Or are there other things in play that helps you to be consistent? Because another part about taking action, right, is to be consistent, to like make sure that you continue to take the small steps, like not just like take a small step this time and then like wait a year and then take another small step, right? It's the- trying to fool y'all. I'm not the most consistent one out of the three of us. So, Christina, why don't you go ahead and answer the, uh, what makes you so consistent? No, Christina, you the consistent, most consistent, you the definition of consistent. <laughs> if they still consistent with a K in the front, then I'd say, Christina, you put the K in consistent, right? But, but they don't, so I can't say it. That part. Uh, <laughs> nice try. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fooling these people she is the ceo of stay smiling life by the way that no, part right, right here, here. Come on, you know what I mean? uh, what's helped me to stay consistent with stay smiling life is uh making t and carlos be my accountability partners right carlos has definitely uh pushed to push back on like hey we can't just have a meeting every two weeks we have to meet every week right do something and that is trying to be considerate of people's times like I don't want to you know impose upon you guys because I know you both have busy lives but Mm, that's not your job yeah that's not apparently that's not my job (laughs) (laughs) you crap whips (laughs) but see here's the thing I knew I know you're more consistent than we are Mm -hmm. and so when I was so as I was saying like girl don't be worried about our time like Mm -hmm. you gotta let us figure out the time you tell us what needs to happen in my head I was like shut your mouth because (laughs) now she gonna be scheduling all sorts of stuff and sure enough she was like oh okay she's like oh okay cool let me get access to your calendar i was like oh i'm screwed (laughs) (laughs) now i can't be like oh i got an appointment uh i gotta go iron my shoelaces and sleep you know what i'm saying my socks and she's like "Uh uh-uh because it's not on the calendar so it ain't happening i'm gonna need you to go ahead and make sure that the the video gets recorded damn uh so yes that's what i would say is um being accountable it's helpful to have an accountability partner right um regardless of goal. So I have, I, I have a health goal and I've hired an external like macros coach to hold me accountable for it. And, and how does macros work, right? You have to be consistent. Gotta be consistent. Yeah, you have to be consistent. And it's, 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 I know people do it without coaches and mm-hmm. on their own, but for me, it's just, it's, it's easier and I'm more consistent when I have someone that I need to report to at the end of the week. Like, yeah. You know, that, that, that's interesting. That's, that's a, I never thought about that. You make me think about like in terms of health, um, being consistent, like me, I have Crohn's disease and if I am not consistent with my diet, I pay the cost to the boss. You know, I might be down in here with it. I might be real moody, snappy, cranky. I might not be wearing a stay smiling hat whatever you know i'm having one of, you I'm would just, it'd be like this yeah, right i might even have i just might have a dried up looking do-rag on it <laughs> you know what i mean but the more consistent i am the, the happier and better i feel right and the reward of it is i have more energy you know i'm working now i'm riding the bike you know you know doing my thing or whatever but if i got that cheeseburger 
you know, it's just another way to down conversation, you know, so um, that is, I never thought about that. So it's another way that I put the perspective on having this Crohn's disease. It helps me walk that fine line and help me, you know, keep it, keep it right. And so consistency, consistency has definitely helped me with that in terms of health. I never thought about that one until you mentioned that. I learned how to be consistent because I play a lot of team sports. Mm-hmm. And so in team sports, oh, and dance, right? You, It's like repetitive, you know? I mean, learning a dance mm-hmm. lesson is seven, eight, right. seven, eight, seven, eight. <laughs> you're just Damn. like, God, yeah. oh man, it's just like, can you say five, six, seven, eight? Like you say seven, eight. We don't even get to catch a breath. You know what I'm saying? Ankle just all flamed out because of too much tap right, dancing. Right. But I learned that like, it's only through consistency that mm-hmm. you ever could get to proficiency, right? right? And so, um, what so my my personal trick for consistency is i know i don't do well alone right i I don't start businesses on my own for that reason i don't work out on my own for that reason except for riding my bike riding my fixie during covid has saved my life and that's the only thing that i've really ever done on my own consistently everything else like when i wanted to work out i was like uh i got which of my friends is down to work out so i hit everybody up hey man you down to work out yeah oh you want to join this gym oh okay cool and so i try to figure out what i want to do and then who i can rope into doing it with me because i will show up i'm a team player so i'll show up if i if me and t have a thing scheduled to work out twice a week or whatever i'm gonna go even if i i don't want to go because i have it instilled in me that you show up for other people yeah right like i might not show up for myself but i will show up for other people so then when i'm trying to set myself up for success and I know that success is dependent upon consistency, mm-hmm. I involve somebody else into the equation. That's my personal way of, because because in, they don't even need to necessarily be an accountability partner. I just need a person because for whatever reason, I'll show up more for other people than I do myself. And here I thought I was significant. You are very significant. <laughs> you, you are you very significant. You needed a body that breathe. I might, you know, take the what? weights off in between sets. Dang, the truth comes out, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it does. So you basically played into your strength. I, you have to, mm. it, which means I have to know my weaknesses, right? I have to know my my weaknesses, flaws. Like I have no problem saying I got weaknesses. Like it's, I'm not saying I'm weak or I'm I am like, in, eternally flawed. I just some things I'm good at and some I'm not, and so mm-hmm. I need people to help offset that. And you are significant in my life, brother Tayari. Thank you. you know what I'm saying. Just, you know, but I don't need you to help me with the weights, you know. <laughs> I could drop those on my toe my damn self. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, how'd you learn how to be consistent? Oh, man. Like, what's your, what's your personal trick to make sure that you're consistent, right? Like, mine is include others. What's, have you ever thought about it? Or, Christina, have you thought about, like, What's your trick to make sure that you're consistent? Because everybody has to find their trick. Mm. I schedule things on my calendar. Oh, see, there you go. There's that. And because of you, I do it. Yeah. And it's made me consistent. So because of you, because of him, I do it. See? Right. And now we all got calendars Mm -hmm. that I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) People be looking at my calendar like, that's your calendar? Is that like a whole month? I'm like, that's just a week. <laughs> and then the, the, the one I get the most, they made me tired looking at your calendar. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's not. But see, I put everything in there though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I put everything, not just work. I also put family time, you know what I'm saying? Vacations and, you know. You know, I think one of the things, yeah, I think one of the things that kind of helped me is, besides the calendar is kind of looking at things that I want and, you know, understanding why I want them, right? And, wants versus needs or kind of just weighing it all out and, and you know look, certain situations like if I don't like where I'm working you know what I'm saying like right now I'm in a place that's you know the serving its purpose now but you know I'll, I'll, I have a dream job it's not my dream job but I understand it, it the purpose that it serves right now right and so and I know that it, I'm not going to be there forever right so I understand it for what it is I'm looking to you know I change my, my perspective on, on it some days I have my frustrations and everything like that, but I learn well, why am I frustrated? What is it about this job and these people that be driven, right? So that way, you know, 
if I see them folks or somebody like that, then the next spot that I'm looking for is like, mm, I've seen that before, ain't going down that way. You know what I mean? I'm going to go over here and see what them folks is talking about because they take action. They be shuffling, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I changed my perspective on it and I, you know, uh, we've, we've been talking about these check boxes and what do you want your life to look like and what are you willing to do to get there? Because, you know, the, on the flip side of it is if you don't take any action then you better get comfortable and start liking what, you know, where you are. <clears throat> and if you like hanging around the water cooler with the people that be gossiping and talking about you as soon as you leave with a glass of water, <laughs> there's that, right? You know, I'd be talking about my lips and, you know, your brother be stuttering and, you know, can't enunciate as soon as you leave. And it's like, man, you know, but, you know, stay smiling life, you know, taking action, shuffling, you know, getting over my little comfort zones of posting and or doing whatever to, that I need to do out of my comfort zone. You know, the reward and the benefit outweighs, you know, not taking action. And so I'm willing to roll the dice and, and take those steps. So, you know, understanding that, right, what, what I want and, you know, fine tuning it and changing it and trying to get a better understanding and, you know, having you guys a group of people and support to, and share that with like, hey, I want to do this and, you know, hold me accountable to that, right? And if I'm in a certain place or a comfort zone, I definitely appreciate constructive criticism and um, suggestion and tools in these podcasts to learn from not only you guys, but um, anybody watching that can respond and, you know, give us tips and tricks and stuff that you've tried to help us out how about you be consistent being consistent 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 <laughs> consistently consistent that part that, um yeah so the accountability and the, the calendar are my two things to to help stay consistent but i guess playing into strengths calendar calendars are my strengths right like i live by my google calendar so <laughs> i have my date night scheduled in there like everything scheduled <laughs> yeah this way i don't have any stay smile in life meetings overlapping with my date nights <laughs> That goes, that actually plays into T's point of like a bigger pic, picture, right? So like one of the things that I write down in like my affirmations is that I want to have a good, like a exceptional relationship with my hubby. So I make sure that we have our date nights. Hey, do you put in your calendar, your gratitude stuff? I do not. Mm. That's just a morning routine that I have. Like but is I have a time block in the morning, like a productivity block. So mm. it's part of that. Oh, okay. It's part of that routine. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I guess I don't put anything in my calendar that's before like 8 a.m. because nobody in my family is awake before then. So, so I just, it's, it's my own time anyways, right? Wake uh, up at five and it's like, I could do whatever I want at five o'clock, <laughs> which usually means I could yeah. go for a, a bike ride. Yeah. yeah. Or you say the gym. That's cool. This is a good conversation, guys. I yeah, that's fine, man. You know what I'm saying? I wish Brother Yosh was here. You know, he out he out with a little headache or something. Uh -oh. Yeah, I asked if he had the Rona. He said he ain't got the Rona, you know. <laughs> he been isolating, so... He won't even come give me a hug. You know what I'm saying? He stayed way over there. I'm like, can we do elbows? And he's like, from a distance, he just gives me a little. <laughs> he just, he just like gives me an air wave with his elbow. But, He'll be back uh, next week. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. yeah so to sum it up nicely, uh, or just like from what we've talked about to take action, right, is to take those small shuffling steps get out of your head. Remember to keep the bigger picture in view, like T said, and just to use that passion to fuel yourself, fuel yourself um, to like move forward, right? And, and celebrate the small stuff. And don't worry too much about being perfect, just like take action and be consistent. I mean, you can see us like we're, we're using our zoom right now to record we'll we'll get mics eventually <laughs> we'll get better at at speaking we we even um carlos i think you and i had this discussion and we decided as a team to not edit our podcast much right to keep those imperfections in there not that there's anything wrong with 
with podcasts that are more produced, but it's helpful for us and we don't want to have to make a call on what we're keeping and what we're cutting. Well, not only that, but this, you can't edit your life. Stay Smiling Life is about being authentic, genuine human connection. We are flawed. We understand that. We make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And We're human too. We breathe as air. You know? And I only, I already know it's only a matter of time before we're going to have a podcast where I'm like, hey, look, in a previous podcast, I said something. My bad. This isn't what I meant. You know what I'm saying? Y'all done blasted me. Look, I, I, I apologize. This is where I was coming from. I might come on. I had a little anxiety and I said this without really thinking about yeah. it. But here I am a little comfortable with it and I remember that, you know. And that uh, happens in life, right? You say right. things that you didn't mean to say or you right. didn't say it the right way. But they came out kind of a little wonky. Yeah. Right. I mean, it would be cool to edit Yosh like a floating head of Yosh. I know, just just right like here, float, just like, and then we could like, hey Yosh. Yeah. Sorry Yosh, you should have been here to defend yourself. <laughs> Hope you feel better, brother. Do you guys uh, have any other parting words, <clears throat> things that people should keep in mind when taking? Action? I do, although I'm not going to shit on anybody, um, but I I think that. If you are a person who gets hung up on perfection or something has to look, I don't know, you just get too hung up on the quality and you're just starting out. In my experience, it's a, and you know, you could read like the lean startup by, are we going to edit his name in? Cause I don't remember it, but, uh, oh, uh <laughs> no, it's the lean startup. If you Google yeah. He'll, he'll start up by that author. He's amazing. Thanks, uh, author. Uh, but if you it, minimal viable product, like just start, like just, just get something out there. You know what I'm saying? Because once you start the momentum, or like once you start going, the momentum can build up. But if you never take the first step, then you can never take the second or the third. Right? You gotta start. So, and it'll get action, better. huh? And it'll get better, right? It like will. It will. It'll get better because you're going to learn. You're going to learn with each step, right? Like you're going to learn with each. I just wrote a hoverboard for the first time. My my daughter got a hoverboard <laughs> and they recorded me because I look like an old grandpa trying to get on this thing. And I was all stiff and my butt cheeks was all smashed together. You know what I'm saying? And then I hit a little bump and I felt I like fell off kind of. But like I, I'm coordinated, so I didn't fall on my face. I just I kind of stumbled and ran. And they're like, oh, are you okay? I was like, this is part of the process. I hopped right back on there, went another few feet. This time, this thing like flipped over. I went running and I was like, oh, oh, lean too far forward. Went back and got on. But look, the thing is, is I got on, right? I never would have been able to ride the hoverboard had I not put my foot on there. And so you have to just start and you slowly but surely will progress and progress and progress. And don't be afraid to to ask for questions. If you don't know what to do, if you don't know what the first step is, well, the first step might be saying, I don't know what the first step is and call somebody who has done what you want to do or whatever. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. That's what it's about when it's taking action. Taking action doesn't always mean you're taking the steps that you think you need to take. It might be taking a few steps back and like gathering more data or talking to people. I talk about all my dreams. I'm not afraid of somebody stealing my dream. Like, let's just collaborate or whatever. Or if you steal it, whatever, you stole it. You know, I, I got more dreams, you know? So just <laughs> like do something, you know? Or Google it, right? Or like Google it. Google YouTube is a plethora of knowledge. Yeah, it's out there. That's your fingertip. Yeah, <laughs> for, for me, I think, um, I really truly believe everybody deserves to be happy. Um, I think it's one of our models that we live by. And so with life, act on life, right? Take some action. Don't let life act on you, right? And you're just reacting to what's happening. Take control of it. Take a, take a step. Bobby Brown has a song. Every little step I take, you will be there. Every little step I take, we'll be together. And we can't yeah. sing, but we still do it anyway. We still do it anyway, right? So, you know, like we said, the little steps, 
you know, take do something tomorrow. Just take do one thing that's different. You know what I'm saying? Take one step, you know, for yourself, right? Because tomorrow, tomorrow, do it now. Right? right yeah. Do it right me now. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't stop the podcast yet. Just right. <laughs> wait till it goes all the way over and then follow us and like us and download it and then do the thing. You know, right there. Do it for Yosh. Yeah, do it for Yosh. You know where he's at. He's like right, right here. Right you, know? you know, so that's what I say, right? You know, you know, take the brakes off of life, you know. Don't be the break on the wheel of progress for yourself, right? Take a step, <laughs> shuffle, and act. You you made me think of something I told the client who was struggling with taking action. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had taken an action. She's like, I felt so good. I felt like alive. And I was like, yeah, because to live is to to try and to try is to live. You know what I'm saying? Like if the people that to me seem the most, that struggle the most and are unhappy, the people just don't try anything. They just stop trying, right? Like human yeah. beings, we have like spread all over this planet because we've tried and we've adapted. Look at this way. We wouldn't be on Zoom if some people didn't take act and try, right? There's some technology that wouldn't be here. There are certain rights and laws. If people didn't take some action, you know, to fight through some stuff, to go through some stuff, to grow through some stuff, there's a yeah, yeah. yeah, we might not have our parents, right? Oh, yeah, somebody, <laughs> you know. So continue the process, following those footsteps. Why'd you whisper that? I don't know. I just wanted. To... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just wanted to. You know, I just wanted to. It just oh. came out that way. Oh, see you, you see you, brother. Trying to make fun of a brother. Oh, you see what happens? Oh. You know, don't take that step. After these messages, we'll with that, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in and showing up for us, and more importantly, for showing up for yourselves. Uh, be sure to Wait, like. What's your, what's your thing? What's your thing? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, mm, no, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? I may have knocked myself out, but. I recognize you tried to skip past you. (laughs) This brother got good ears. So one thing, one last thing about taking action. Last, last, last thing. Last, last, last thing. It goes to your point, Carlos, about, um, or maybe it doesn't go to the point, but it's something that I had learned from, uh, (laughs) I was like, maybe it doesn't tie in. (laughs) (laughs) It's a... it's something that I learned from Mel Robbins. She has the five second rule. So she came up with this and, and it plays into uh, people have this, we're made with this like fear response and we're, it, it's to like uh, protect us from danger, right? So we talk ourselves out of a lot of things. So her, she came up with this idea of, and it's called the five second rule of counting backwards from five. So you count five, four, three, two, one. And the idea, like when you wanna do something, you just like, you just count it and then you just take action. And the idea of counting the backwards is to prevent yourself from talking yourself out of it because if you're concentrating on the numbers, you don't have, you're not talking yourself out of it. Like your brain is concentrating on those numbers. So. Oh man, in the in the right situation, you could be like, I don't want a five, four, three, two, one, and just <laughs> and then just it just you just full release. <laughs> you just, oh man, like could you imagine? Boy, whoa, wait, because oh, I've man. been in some situations where I needed to think for a hot second, but mm. I can see how that works though. I can see yeah. I can see how that is a very beneficial. I think she, that was a TED talk she did, right? Mm. Is, she did a TED talk, but she, she has a book, which is in essence her TED talk. I, I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've seen and read her book, so oh, okay. yeah, I really like that. Did she, did, mm. Yeah, yeah, I really like that one too. So it, it does. It I think it comes into play the best when it's like when you're feeling that fear that we were talking about, right? There's a um, Tony Robbins clip on YouTube. I think it's titled "What They Don't Teach You About Fear." And I'm not going to butcher his thing. He's a, he's a genius. He's great at what he does, but he has these four boxes and it's about like, I don't have it memorized, but you know, um, look it up. My mind went blank. 
it just went blank. We'll, Look at we'll add it to our to the top motivation thing as well. So yeah. just you know, you can you can go to our YouTube page and, and follow that. It's it's a compilation of all the videos that we like. It's not just it's not our videos, but ones that we use to motivate ourselves. Yep. Absolutely. Can I sign off now? Are we good? Yeah, you can. <laughs> You're the boss. Josh would say yes. I was trying to earlier. So. Well, I was trying to hold you accountable, Bob. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, thanks, guys, for tuning in and showing up for us and yourselves. And like, please like, subscribe, and follow us at Stay Smiling Life on all the platforms. And be sure to share us with your friends. Visit us at staysmilinglife.com. We have uh, meetings twice a month. Be curious and grow. Please go uh, join us. We go live and we have meaningful conversations and we talk to each other and hold each other accountable. And lastly, we have uh, our mission statement that we always share. We wholeheartedly believe you can and deserve to be happy. Stay Smile and Life is here to empower you, help you take control over your life, and help you choose happiness. Let's go live a life where we understand why and how the choices we make impact our happiness. Now let's get to getting happy together. Woo! Adios! Sayonara. Peace.